0: Then you turn have. it over and listen to side two. I don't, know. I don't know, Diane. Life just isn't the same.
1: I'm sorry, Bill. No, it's okay. <laughs>
0: I mean, most of, a lot of what has been changing, Diane, I'm actually extremely, <laughs> extremely happy about it's, uh, yeah. <laughs> It's very enlivening. It makes me want to say, it's 8.43 a.m. Saturday, July the 31st, 2021. I'm Bill.
1: I'm Diane. It's
0: the and Diane oh my gosh
1: i was not expecting Just that
0: exploring the lower lower register there because you know
1: it sounds sort of doom and gloom though
0: Did it? yeah that's what
1: it duh, sounded duh, duh, like and that is not no the way i'm feeling it.
0: that's not that doesn't really capture the essence the tone the mood the General vibage it, of the environs, which exactly, are, which are enlivened and excited, and uh, dare I say, glowing from within.
1: Glowing from within.
0: Wouldn't you say that our house now has an inner glow?
1: It definitely has an inner glow. <laughs> yeah. And this happened very suddenly this week.
0: But Diane, I think you'll have to agree with me. I got myself a cup of coffee here, and I'm going to take me a sip. It's been a hectic week here at like Lake <laughs> Amphetamine, correct? <laughs>
1: It has
2: been a yes. good <laughs> week. Correct in me like if I'm enemy. wrong, but
0: I have a strong sense that it's been, the hecticity level has been rather in the red zone this
1: week. It has been in the red zone. And let us tell you why. Yes. So, as most of you have known since. Uh, both of you. So you both of you. Say, as both, both of, of you have as known. Both of you have known because you've been listening to the show. <laughs> yes. We have been having color encroaching in the house. We yes. well, we have painted really... the cupboards yeah. and then we painted the, the accent wall like orange and
0: in the kitchen, and, you know,
1: in the kitchen and, and then I last week painted an orange wall. Half wall half wall here
0: in our living room.
1: And always in preparation to somewhat but uh, to painting the whole uh, living having, room. Yeah, to
0: having the big walls and the ceiling painted.
1: So when we were talking with the painters who did our cabinets and did such an incredible job on them yeah. we had asked whether they painted walls and the the primary owner of the company said that they only did it when it was part of a cabinet project right. but Manuel the wonderful the
0: second the second painter cheese in the in the ladder the guy who does a, the bulk of the work he uh,
1: he would he kept looking around and he really liked the colors we were using yeah and he said i would really like to paint this house so he asked the the owner whether he could and the owner basically said that he would allow it you know that it was fine with him if he wanted to do it so uh, so I had contacted the owner to ask him whether this was possible. And, and he, uh, said, we can do it tomorrow. Uh, this, we've this got was, to, this was Monday. Uh, right. this week. So because yeah. they had a, an opening and it was kind of a rare opening and, and they said they could do it tomorrow. And I was just like, Oh my God, you know,
0: <sighs> tomorrow? Well,
1: how do we do this? So, you know, we've got to pack up the furniture. We've got to because this is a major production Mm -hmm. and so I was talking to him um electronically by email about the how concerned I was about the the project and and so finally he said Manuel is is uh has said that he is Prepared to move furniture and, and they, do all this they stuff. They know and, the house. They've been yeah. in it, so
0: they know what and they're up And he
1: said uh, he's he's confident that everything will be fine. And so I basically wrote back and said, well, if he's confident, I guess we're confident. And Bring it. Bring it. So on Tuesday, he came over and just this one man, he basically... Packaged up all the furniture in visqueen. It looked like a a huge gift package with uh, visqueen all over it. Yeah, we should have
0: got some big bows and put little bows on top of them. That would have made a nice gift.
1: The very first day, we thought he was just going to be taping off and preparing, but the very first day, he did the whole ceiling. He
0: he He taped off the entire ceiling and then put two coats of paint on it all in one day. But that was a long day. He was yeah. here for ten hours that day, eight thirty to 6.30. And when he was
1: leaving, he said, "Oh, I'm really tired." We were like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah? "Yeah, what you just did would killed us. Yes. Killed us yeah. off. We, we,
0: we wouldn't have made it halfway through before we would have been
1: in traction of some kind, you know."
0: For weeks, it was, yeah. it was amazing.
1: And so the next day, I, I mean, it basically, he painted the whole place in three days. Okay. And so now we've got this beautiful. White, clean, uh, well, it's kind of a milky white uh, ceiling. ceiling. Yellow walls yes. that just glow. Right. The orange walls. It, it's just the most amazing thing. We'll have to post some photos. I,
0: it's hard to describe because it changes all the time. I mean, it's, it's as the light moves across the globe, it uh, changes... The whole feeling in here, it's, I mean, the color changes so much during the day, and that's part of what I think is really great about it.
1: Yeah, in but the morning, it's, it's almost creamy yellow, almost like a buttercream, and then by the end of the day, it's almost golden. It's, but the
0: thing about it is it fills the whole house with that, with that vibe when it's happening because it is everywhere. So it's in the air you're walking through, this, this uh, glow. So, it's nice to live in a glow. I never lived in a glow before.
1: And the, the paintings that we have, because the there's... The artwork on our walls
0: just, <laughs> boom. It just flies out there and with the contrasting colors and stuff like that. It's just... It's and the wood so frames on the, on the art look just... Everything pops. I think it's nice. And it, but it's subtle. It's, but it's not subtle. It is a glow that is ever-present... But it's really easy to adapt to because it's quite pleasant it's you know it's not just present, it's pleasant so.
1: but because of this big project, it's been kind of a rattling of our own um sense of security during yeah. this time yeah. because it's it a visceral oh, response man. to
0: this kind of upheaval that's really unavoidable, and it's always been an issue with me, and I think I don't think it's. Quite, it doesn't make me quite as surly as it used to, but it still registers and as stress in my body, which makes an older person even more fatigued than they would otherwise be. And
1: the so whole time that this was happening, I kept saying, man, I'm glad we're doing this now when we still have some energy. And this because... is in the midst. I mean, it was
0: a totally joyful experience. Watching Manuel work was amazing. I've never seen anybody work with that kind of expertise and... Casualness and good humor, and you know, just all-around uh, positivity, as Manuel exhibited throughout this thing, and so yeah, every time yeah he never he
1: never complained never, once no
0: he didn't have a problem there was nothing to complain about he made everything exactly right so that there were no problems and it was just every time I came downstairs I was like wow so he got a lot of positive reinforcement.
1: Oh, he did from us. Even,
0: even from sitting upstairs in my office, I could hear you down here going,
1: "Oh, this is so great!"
0: <laughs> and you know, so that's got to make well, a guy feel good. And
1: but also, uh, I think that he was really into these yeah, colors. I know. I think that was one of the reasons he wanted to do this job because, uh, I, most people don't paint their their house with this. In fact, at one point he said, "There are." Wait a minute. One, two, three, <laughs> five
0: different four. colors. Four.
1: No, he he counted four different colors in this area, and I said, actually, there's five because there's because <laughs> yeah. he didn't really notice it's such a subtle uh, shift in colors in the this little alcove area. But and he he just kind of shook his head and laughed when he when he realized how many colors were in here, yeah. but. And so I had. To, he had. He really wants to paint more of our house. He said, "What what colors do you have in the rest of the house?" So I took him upstairs to show him. And then when we came down the stairs, he was going first. And he actually stopped in the stairwell, and I thought something was wrong. Yeah. And he just said, "Look, look at this, because you're seeing the orange, you're seeing the yellow, I'm and the
0: white, you're seeing,
1: yeah. and so he. I think he got a lot of." Uh, I saw him taking photos of the, of the walls that he had painted, so I think he's, he's feeling a little Michelangelo about it, yeah, well, which, well, he should.
0: I, I don't blame him, yeah. I think it's, it has that kind of effect. It is a, it's something that is the environment now, and that's okay. It has improved the environment in this house tenfold. It started in the kitchen when I noticed how much happier I was to just be in the kitchen and I was like well what the only thing that has changed is the color on the cabinets and the color on the walls. so color is obviously having a kind of a lizard brain effect on my body on that kind of primordial level so that I end up just feeling better you know without really even being able to describe why.
1: And so now we've we have Painted the cabinets in both bathrooms. We have. uh, We're going to have the countertops laminated this week, so everything (sighs) changed all from the chip in the countertop. All from the chip (laughs) in the countertop.
0: Goodness gracious! But you know, there's part of me, Diane, that'll be quite happy when this is all over.
1: Oh, me too. Me too. I just want to now live in this place. So enough about our home improvement projects. Boy, oh
0: boy. But it's been the stuff and substance of the week. There hasn't been a lot else going on.
1: Well, because Uh, we're moving stuff and putting stuff back. I was telling Bill that it was a lot like moving Mm -hmm. because, uh, you know, not transporting the stuff out of the house, but certainly uh, transporting the stuff within the house and all the nooks and crannies that we could possibly fill bill right. and um, so the last couple of days have just been putting everything back I took the day off from work just so that I could concentrate on getting the house back to to rights with bill and um, it needed both of our attention pretty pretty uh, full-time
0: yeah but it was it's it so worth it so worth it it's just a, a the result is nothing but you know butterflies and rainbows
1: butterflies and rainbows indeed yeah.
0: so what else well um,
1: i was i was going to make a comment on what you had talked about about not listening to music um oh, as much as yeah. you did when you were in your youth and i wanted to comment on this extremely fun Adventure I went with on with Mark Kenny on Facebook. I know that Mark listens to our show, and I wanted to tell him how much fun I had because he basically said that he had some anthemic songs, uh, when from, he was from the
0: Prague Rock era,
1: from the Prague Rock era, gave specific years like 1970 to 71 was, and he was saying. What sorts of songs do you remember from that time? Uh, extra points if you guess some of the ones that I, oh. um, that are on my list. Yeah. And I, I still love prog rock. I do too. And, do too. so Mark, it was such an amazing thing, to actually think of all the groups. First of all, I've always had a hard time even. Understanding what exactly is progressive rock and what is not, and
0: what they call prog rock, which I think right. is kind of what we you might be other people might say classic classical rock, that rock have, that has more of a classical influence and is more, you know, the songs are are constructed in different meters of shifting meters shifting melodic lines and things like that so that it's more of a musical composition not just verse chorus verse chorus bridge verse chorus
1: well and and uh i actually looked it up i i looked up progressive rock groups because i had to i was thinking which ones are are even considered that i i knew what i i definitely knew emerson lake and palmer were progressive rock and I thought Jethro Tull was, and I thought Moody Blues were, and I definitely knew Yes was. I, but uh, you know, so I would. But you were limited
0: at, also by the time period that Mark was was talking right. about, which was which which was what kind of threw me off because, for me, prog rock came into be, into my life in the late seventies.
1: That's right, me too.
0: And, uh, more than the early seventies, and that's just you know so.
1: But then as I was looking through the years uh, of these groups, because, yes, Moody Blues was, and I was a huge Moody Blues fan. um, When In fact, it was the first album. That may
0: be my entry into prog rock, too, was Days of Future Past, because my sister had that album, and it played a lot around our house.
1: Well, the first album I ever even purchased at Tower Record was... uh, Seventh Sojourn, Mm. and I bought it for the song You and Me, which I just adored. And I remember listening to that album over and over and over again, and I did not have Days of Future Past until I, because then I started exploring backwards on Moody Blues. And I I really liked them because they had... And I I kind of identify Simon and Garfunkel and Moody Blues as my introduction to the fact that I like songs that are more than just about love. Yeah. You know that I want things that are bigger, grander scope than just bebop, bebop, yeah. won't you be my baby type of songs. You know, and. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely put, Nicely and that's put. that's what these <laughs> yes. these uh, lyricists even showed me because the you and me was sort of this cryptic, almost religious song to me at the time, spiritual.
0: Here's one we forgot, Pink Floyd.
1: No, I didn't forget oh, it. Oh, you didn't forget. I put Pink Floyd in there. I forgot Pink Floyd. <laughs> but Pink Floyd was not. Dark Side of the Moon did, had not come out in 1970 through 71. But so. they
0: were they were extant. I mean, yeah. they were making albums long before uh, before that album.
1: And I I had actually written to um, to Mark and said, Dark Side of the Moon wasn't out yet in 1970 71. But it is. I wouldn't even choose a song from that. I would choose the whole album because there isn't any. <laughs> any it's all conceptual no clunkers
0: clunkers well but not
1: only that it's conceptual it's all going one into the other and and that record had huge influence on me all my life you know and so uh but the the thing that was so wonderful about his question and being able to write to him about all the songs is actually listening to some of the songs that i just thought were Uh, so important to my life during periods of my life for example roundabout and i was thinking god i haven't heard roundabout in i don't know how long that's why i love it when people bring up like the that facebook game that was going around about uh albums that had influenced you vinyl albums or it's mainly just a little bit of a a push into listening to some of the things you already love.
0: That's true. And I think that is what I was meaning when I brought this up is that when you had your own album collection, right? And it was sitting against the wall or on a shelf across from you, and there was your stereo and there were your speakers, it made it available in your life in a way that was more integrated than music is even consumed now. So that's the thing. I mean, I I miss an album and I will look it up on Amazon Music and there it is and I can play it and I can listen to it sounds great coming out of my stereo speakers and you know because I'm wired into it and stuff like that but I don't have the visual reference in my house. You know, there's not there's not the stereo area. Remember it used to be a part yeah. of your of part of the furniture, a part of your living room. Usually it was right about where the TV is now in terms of Importance and prominence and you know uh, reference, so it was always there. And I, uh, the albums that I remember as being albums that I listened to, just <laughs> they were like the background noise of my life were Relayer by Yes, uh, Equinox by Styx, um uh, Left Overture, Kansas, um, and all of Jethro Tull, right. you know, all of it.
1: I did bring up Carry On Wayward Son, but I've said that was way later too. Yeah, this were um, these
0: were this these were later events in my life. I was in college, and I didn't get to college till '79. And yeah, I knew Moody Blues before I went to college, but and but I didn't. College was where Jethro Till grabbed me, and from there it was, you know.
1: Well, and as soon as I knew that it was 1970 to '71, and I looked up what Elmerson Lake and Palmer were doing during that time. um... They had Lucky Man and that was such an incredible song, and yeah. that was one of his anthems.
0: And he wrote it when he was 12 or something?
1: Yeah, somewhere around there. Isn't that amazing? Yes. What people do? But anyway, it was such a fun, in my mind it was a game, and it was such a fun game, and... I was doing this that night because you had a Zoom call and I was at my own time and so yeah. I was listening to all this music and just relishing it and thinking about it and he said that the reason why he was choosing that particular time was because that's when he first went to college and started his adventure in all these different groups. Oh, cool. And that's I was the and so I was thinking yeah, that's when I started really venturing out and, and exploring my own music. And um, I I was thinking, because he was talking about different groups that came through town that he went to see. And I was thinking about the fact that Rod Stewart came to, um, I mean, not Rod Stewart, excuse me, excuse me, Al Stewart. Al Stewart, the year the of the cat yeah. um, guy. He came through... Uh, to our college and played PLU. a concert yeah. at PLU and oh my god I was just wowed by him and bought. I don't even think I would have explored his music had it not been for that concert because I uh, don't know what he was advertising at the time I don't know what album he was doing but uh, I remember being totally amazed by or the cat
0: or Time Passages or
1: Well, it was, the song that really got me was the um, one about, that that was a historical Um, song. Um,
0: I can't remember the title of it Yeah, I'm
1: trying to remember it. Um, Roads to Moscow, was it? Was Um, that the uh, name of it? Yeah, it might have been. And I just, I was floored by that, and Nostradamus. Oh, yeah. And I was just floored by these songs, and... But especially that roads, I think it's Roads to Moscow.
0: Yeah, I think that does sound right. Anyway,
1: that almost seems Prague Rock to me, although well, yeah. I don't. I mean,
0: there's so much that could be put under that umbrella. Even the music that we're planning to play today uh, could would have been called Prague Rock if it had been, you know, come out years and years ago.
1: Well, and that's the thing. When I was thinking about all these these songs that I loved from that period of time another person who was in the conversation was mentioning Steely Dan. And I I said, is Steely Dan prog rock? <laughs> and I said, because, yeah, if, if they're considered prog rock, but I think they were almost like
0: They were more jazz, jazz, jazz right? influenced. Yeah. But then, they were around during that period of time. Right, so they were and, in our record collections.
1: And Mark was saying, <laughs> well, I was just responding to this guy about his love of that, but it's not really prog rock. And so it's, it's so fascinating because... One of the things that made me realize is that all the music that I've loved has has a certain uh, complexity to right. it. Right. I there's like a, there's complex. an orchestral quality, yeah, to it. because even the Celtic stuff now and the you know there's always this complexity and changes and it's not simple stuff.
0: Maybe it maybe because that there, there's a sense of history in it. You know, it just seems it seems. Thicker, the music seems thicker because there's more, there seems to be more uh, underneath it, you know, not only sonically, but in terms of the way it is shaped uh, with the changes that come along and stuff like that. And the more uh, songs as compositions rather than just as, uh, you know, words and music.
1: Well, it suddenly occurred to me why we don't listen to music in the same way as we did when we were young because when you're young you have responsibilities but you don't have the responsibilities of an adult you know you no. are not doing your bills making a living yeah. uh, for the most part you're you're you have some free time that you could just glory in this yeah. and i also think that there's a certain amount of your hormonal issues at the time are are creating this desire to hear outside of you what you're going through internally. And because when I think about listening to music now, I'm usually doing, I'm doing housework to it, I'm doing work to it. So for the most part, I'm not just sitting down and listening, except when I'm trying to think of something for Saturday mornings, <laughs> yeah. which has been a great, yeah, uh, a great boon to me to feel like, oh, I have this time where I can just explore some things that we are going to play for the Bill and Diane show. Right. Well, which it's kind of is... like
0: your version of picking out poetry for the Treehouse concert. It's like that's be- become not not a chore, but something that I that is has to be incorporated into my thinking on a regular basis.
1: I just love it, yeah. and and for me, listening to music while I'm cleaning the house, for example, just thrills me. I mean, it it actually energizes me when I'm doing stuff, and I'm I usually choose things that are energizing and that I really enjoy. And then when I'm working uh, on the computer, I I will choose different kinds. Of, like if I really need to have my head. Uh, Concentrating on a, a problem, I'll listen to something melodic, but no words, something. But the music actually does help me. And it helps my patterns. I almost feel like the way that I type is, is better. So I, I would say I listen to music quite a bit. In fact, a lot of times when we have chosen the music, I'll say, well, this is what I've been listening to this week.
0: That's true. You know? I know that that is more true for you than it is for me. So, but for from, example, when I was for in me, the part of listening to music, is having it be what you're doing, right? You know, so that's what I'm. I think when I brought it up, that's kind of how I was thinking about it. And you know, it's like sometimes I think, well, maybe in in the of an evening, we could just put on an album and sit here and listen to it I together. Would, I would, especially if we were going to dip back into those kind of. Those kind of albums, I think it would be great to listen to. Maybe we could alternate, you know. and You pick a favorite, to we'll listen to the whole album, and, and uh, then I could pick a favorite, and we could listen to the whole album.
1: See yeah. what you've done, Mark. Just for the, the, this conversation about your question, now we are coming up with an entirely new uh, and wonderful concept.
0: I we've we've found a guru, Diane. We have a we have a a guide of someone who's an inspirational. Uh, locus of energy in our life thank you mark
1: well and that is an interesting point that it's almost like you're not giving yourself permission to do the things that you really want to do uh, naturally Hmm. and these are the sorts of issues i'm still fighting with within my mind about the phases of a life how you Come in and you're you're developing and enjoying all these things, and then you kind of feel like, oh well, now I'm working and I can't do that stuff anymore can, although we always do, but um, yeah. this is kind of coming into a phase of my life where all these things seem like joyful returns right. to something of my it's, my life. It's
0: interesting I had that experience with my own music, and that until I retired, air quotes around that, I didn't realize how much more I could give to this thing that had always been there anyway, uh, and that I could get better at it, you know, at this point in my life, simply by virtue of the fact that I've got more time to pursue it. And my natural inclination has always been when I'm... Pardon me, I'm going to have another drink of coffee. ...energetically right to pick up the guitar boy that's always been true that's good coffee but i did not have as much of my life wherein i was energetically you know in of that mind as i did once everything else was taken away Um, so it was an interesting thing to rediscover my love of playing the guitar and singing my songs and stuff even though it had always been there to discover that it could be that much more enjoyable so
1: well there's something pretty wonderful about revisiting music that you've loved right. since your college years. I think that those were the the high school college years were really resonant times and I think that's why people usually are attracted to the what they uh what they were exploring during that time whichever generation it is for example my parents it was the big bands Mm -hmm. and i actually love the big bands and but at the same time it doesn't have quite the resonance for me that i'm sure it had for them i just love it i love a lot of music but uh, but just the idea that you can kind of revisit those times and i especially when you went to college that feeling of starting to understand who you were right. rather than who you were within a family. Yeah. That you were starting to say, well, this is what I like. I like this thing. I mean, I still remember... I remember hearing Bungle in the Jungle on the radio and thinking, oh, I love that song. Who is? Who are those people, you know? I... Uh heart was another one that I heard on the radio that I became quite entranced with and
0: who would be called Broad Rock,
1: probably Right, uh, and in when, some circles. When I we used to have a music listening room at college. Really. I mean, speaking of actually going just to listen to music, they they had this this room <sighs> that you could they had like four different um stereos that were, uh, that went into a, a particular microphone, uh, uh headphones. headset, headphones. And so I used to go in with Helen, my roommate, and we would choose different things to listen to, and you can choose which channel you were on. And for the most part, there weren't that many people that were vying for this opportunity, but I sure did. Huh. And you could listen to whatever albums they had on hand. I remember that she used to listen to Herbie Hancock. Mm -hmm. And I was listening to Moody Blues and some various other... I think that's when I first heard Days of Future Past was through that. Because back in those days, I couldn't afford a huge record collection. Yeah, well,
0: no, you couldn't. But, you you know, you had the stuff that you liked and... But it was
1: great because you could sample these albums through really good headphones yeah. and and decide whether you would want to purchase something like that. That is
0: nice. So. That's a nice thing. Well, I know, I know back in the old days, record stores had listening rooms too so that you could listen to something before you bought it.
1: Right. But that is, well, you know, we, we've uh, been rambling on for long enough, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, we did kind of ramble there, didn't we? <laughs> Kind of but it was fun I mean I love yeah. this this uh this conversation well we
0: have a shiny, happy house, so I guess that makes us shiny, happy people
1: we are shiny, happy people yeah. I was thinking, man we've got to have something upbeat and really because otherwise I would have chosen something in the prague rock right but but we I can, kind of figured that if we talk later, about right? it well, you know yeah. we could yeah we could definitely we could mine that territory for Months. But uh, but I truly felt like that was the shiny, happy people (laughs) seemed pretty, pretty much the way that I feel about our our colorful house right now.
2: of time Talk is fine and I don't want to stay around Why can't we pantomime Just close our eyes